Hello everyone, I am Crystal Grafton Combs, and you're listening to Coffee Talk with Crystal. This podcast is a personal project designed to connect with the women of Alpha Omicron Pi and our greater community of sisters and friends. Sometimes I will answer questions from our sisters, and others I will invite friends and sisters to do the same. This episode is part of a special series highlighting our sisters in small business. I grew up in a family who owned and operated a small business, and I partner with my husband to do the same. Every day brings a new adventure, and I am so excited to share this series featuring our sisters in small business as they share their inspiration, their challenges, their success, and their advice for anyone looking to start a side hustle or branch out on their own. So thank you for listening, and now let's get to my next conversation. Paige Martin, welcome to the podcast. How are you? Hi, Kristen. I'm good. So, as I just shared with you before we started recording... This may be my favorite podcast of all the podcasts because <laughs> it is part of our small business series, which we will get to, but this one in particular is all about Disney and how you make all the magical things happen for all the people. So before we get to that part of the good stuff, talk to me a little bit about your AOPI story. So I attended Northwestern State University, which is in Natchitoches, Louisiana, Central Louisiana. Um, I did and went through uh, formal recruitment in fall of 2010. And at that time, there were four houses on campus. And I really didn't want to go through um, or join any type of sorority or fraternity life. But I moved up three hours away from home and knew no one. So at least I thought I would meet some people going through so I wasn't alone in this new town um, and immediately AOPI was just they were okay with me not wanting to join they were like oh well let's just talk about you and let's just you know get to know you and we'll be friends and it was just so nice to go back to those same women every day and we just clicked so at the end of our three or four day recruitment was like oh I want to be friends with y'all forever um, and that was, that was pretty much it and just jumps right in and um, 10 years later, which it's crazy and feels like it, but um, it's never stopped. I love this. Well, and I love that in the beginning, they did exactly what we talk about, like to be panel and spirited, to be friendly with all people. It doesn't always have to be about extending that bid. You can still be kind and gracious and loving to people and Certainly, during recruitment, there are times and places, and we try to be very intentional, but at the end of the week of this three or four days of recruitment for you, the fact that they showed so well with their sisterhood is that you decided to join rather than opt out of the process, I think speaks volumes. So shout out to all of your chapter sisters. Yes, it was great. Now, we are talking about our sisters in small business, and one of the most fascinating things to me is what you do. People who know me know that I love all things Disney. It is my happy place. I, I love to eat. I love to walk. I love to wear the ears. 
I think it's odd when people go there and don't wear ears. And I know, too. I'm just one of those people. And, and I was with a dear friend who is, <laughs> who is not quite as in love with Disney. And she says, you know, I always feel so odd being in ears, but they look normal on you. And I was like, of course they do. Everyone should wear the ears. <laughs> All but, the time. Yes. But Paige, start out first by telling me how you decided to get into planning for Disney vacations because that's a beast of a process. As someone who does it for my own family and gets up at 5 a.m. or inevitably it's during convention and I'm on like a different coast and it's three o'clock in the morning. (laughs) I mean, that has happened on more than one occasion. And, And so talk to me about how you decided you would jump into this kind of business sure exactly when it I guess hit me that I wanted to do it for complete strangers um, people who know me or sorority sisters or family know that I'm completely obsessed with Disney and that I've been several times to Disney World with sorority sisters who live and work there um, so it was always just easy to be like oh go eat here and make sure you get this or go make sure you get this ride first or it's right around the corner from this ride and some people just think it's crazy and they're like how do you know where all this is and you know it's so far away so uh, I think I just googled like vacation planning um, and there was a company it's called all about Mickey vacation planning out of Shreveport that just have several agents and I reached out to them and was like hey I think this would be an awesome job I do this anyway for friends and family now I want to be part of your team Um, and that was kind of all it took was reaching out and now I work with several other agents that are completely and equally obsessed with Disney as I am and we all just try to make everyone else's vacations pleasant and as magical as they could be. Okay so then let me I guess what I didn't know is that there were companies that then contract you and many people like you to do this And so if someone is getting ready to plan a Disney vacation, how do they connect with someone like you? Because I guess I assumed, like, I don't know, that you called Disney and was like, hey, I'm good at this. Give me, like, a side gig. And and maybe not. (laughs) Yeah, well, Disney has their, like, a whole portion of their Disney employees that work either it's in the customer service or maybe it's just in travel agency booking or something like that to where you can just call Disney um, and they'll handle it all for you as pretty much the same as I can um, without wait times and everything like that that you know mostly I use a social media platform or just word of mouth um, and then it's just easy to contact or text me email me any time of day to be like hey what about this place or this is what we need to accommodate my group or this is the special needs that someone has and I mean anything I mean Disney has thought of absolutely everything to make it easy to plan for individuals and so you can really go both ways whether it be through a travel agent or through Disney it's just I think easier contact and like you said you you wake up at 5 a.m and you know, do fast passes and dining reservations and, you know, want to make sure you get the best deals when they release. And I think that's what I really try to do is, uh, especially for people who it's their first time at Disney, when they want it to be, oh, so magical and 
easy and most people go and they're completely stressed out by the time they get there that I love taking all that away and it makes me so excited to wake up and get people you know like the best fast passes or the best dining reservations kind of thing so that's part of it that I like and it's easier for me to do. Okay so for people who have not planned a Disney trip and do not know I mean they're when I was young, now keep in mind, I'm about to seriously age myself. Like, I remember when Epcot was opened, right? And that was the big summer trip. But you could literally drive there, park, walk right in. Like, it just wasn't a thing like it's a thing now. You could walk by the restaurant and walk in and sit down. Like, it just such a different time. Figment was the big thing, too, by the way. I had a little stuffed figment, (laughs) and I still love that little creature. But but now there's 180 days that you can book restaurants, and it's from the time your vacation begins, or it's 60 days for something else, and and if if you're on property or if you're not. So you really do, like if someone, if I just called you and said, okay, my crew wants to go and these are the days do you then just have a form that you fill out that says these are all your favorite restaurants in order or these are the rides that you just couldn't live without because all of that kind of works in tandem with one another like if you're in this certain park you have to get to this ride if you don't have a fast pass before you go to breakfast or or all these crazy things right so how do you know what that family wants like when someone reaches out and says Paige we need help this has to be perfect this is our first trip as a you know group or a family or to celebrate a birthday how do you know all of those things I think really I mean it really doesn't come with much training Disney will kind of send out um newsletters or articles if you will of kind of like what's new or what's happening or kind of what to let uh, Disney clients or, you know, Disney goers, um, kind of the news or what could maybe work better for one group going more than another. Uh, Really, I just do it based on experience or what I've planned for other people and what their families have liked, whether they were, you know, just a couple going or it was 12 people going. And then, of course, there's all these different dietary restrictions and some people want to ride the roller coasters and some people don't, but everyone wants to use their fast passes. And, you know, if they can do it at the same time and the rides are closed and they don't feel like they're missing out on all the family time. So logistically, things like that, I just enjoy because it's a lot of planning and like a puzzle. Um, but it's, it's so different for each individual vacation that I book. Um, but it, it's just it's just so much fun and especially when someone gets there and like I said they're just so overwhelmed that I mean they can text me and be like okay wait what were we supposed to do or it says we're supposed to be here how do I get there like I'm at point a and this map is running slow and I need to know what to do oh wait um, they call so you while like they're that just make it wait 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 they call you while they're there Sometimes, or like if a if a fast pass if a ride is closed and they had a fast pass, and if they've never been, they don't know that they can go use their fast pass somewhere else. So they're like, "Wait, I thought I had to be at this ride at this time." So sometimes 
it's it's not a complete understanding of how all the little Disney tricks work or um, how, you know, your magic band uh, with magic bands, you know, how they can pay for at stores and how they're your room key and how they're your fast pass ticket. And I mean, just all, all the things is hard to remember whenever it's your first time and you're still trying to soak everything in that, I mean, I don't, I don't mind. It's almost kind of like being there with you whenever a guest will text me and they're like, oh, you know, you recommended this place and it was great. Like, here's a picture of our food or like, where do I go for this? And it's just really fun and it makes it more personal that way. And it makes it so much better that this is like my side job, but I love doing it anyway. Oh my gosh, that's like, it kind of just gave me chill bumps because <laughs> I remember you know, now we have gone and my children are teenagers. So if if we don't get, we always pick our favorite restaurant. We each get to choose what one. So we all have a different one. <laughs> my my very favorite one, and it, it, it was something different until Be Our Guest opened in the Beast Castle. And so that is my one, like before we leave, for however long we're staying, if it's a weekend or a week, like that's my restaurant pick, right? I love it. <laughs> Husband loves Canada. He loves the poutine at La Cellier. You know, each of the boys, they have their different preferences. And then we all do the same thing with rides. But then coordinating those things over the course of a few days is a little wild. But when they were little, it was so important. Now, if we can't get dinner reservations on a certain day, it's fine, right? Like, they're 13 and 16. We'll snag it on a different day or a different trip. But especially if it's your first time going. Or if it's the first time something is new, you know, we have yet to um, do Smuggler's Run. So I know the next visit, like, that's going to be the focus, right? Because my boys have never seen or done. And I was the girl that stood in line for almost three hours to ride Avatar. And that crazy ride, worth every minute, by the way, just don't drink a coffee while you're in line. I'm going to put that out there for everyone. Or or make friends with your neighbors in line. That's exactly, that's, yes, (laughs) make friends, yes. Because that was insane, and I thought, never have I ever spent three hours of beautiful scenery to look at, but three hours, because we did not have fast passes. And the boys left us. They were like, yeah, we're not doing this. And husband and I loved it. They loved Yeah, the boys did like five different rides while we were waiting for this one. 100% worth the whole trip. Like, I loved it. But everyone sort of has their own thing, right? And I kind of love the idea that I don't have to be the person planning that moving forward. Like, in my head... When I saw these vacation planning companies, it was like, oh, they're going to make your hotel reservations and they're going to make your flights and you're going to have your tickets. But I don't think I understood that you all manage all of the little bits of chaos that create all the magic in the end. So I'm kind of loving the new knowledge because I love getting up early, maybe not 3 (laughs) a.m. Exactly. I mean, and it kind of goes from everything to where if you've never been before and you don't know all the little things that Disney offers. So pretty much I can get you, uh, you know, as long as I have the date and how many people are going, I can kind of just vibe off either the age of the kids or how many adults are going or where they've stayed and liked and disliked before and kind of pick different resorts and kind of what 
what I think they would like, and I haven't had any complaints yet, um, about kind of just what kind of scenery, if they want to be in the middle of Disney and have, like, the characters, you know, in their room all over the walls, or if they kind of want to be in, like, a more of a hotel setting with, like, hidden Mickeys, so it's kind of like their break from the parks. and But little things from a luggage tag at the airport to where they can, Disney will just pick it up and have it in your room later, and you don't have to worry about hauling all your luggage around everywhere. And a lot of people miss that or forget about that or think, oh, I'll just carry it all. And I've done it before. I'm like, I'm never doing that again. I'll just let <laughs> Disney handle it all. Yes, and they do. So. They, they handle it all beautifully. So yes. then tell me this. If you could, and you don't have to give all of your secrets away, mind you, <laughs> we certainly want people to reach out and and let you plan their vacations. I think this is amazing. But if there were, you know, if there was one piece of advice you would give someone planning for a Disney vacation who is new to it, outside of going on the website and making sure you know which days you can you know, book reservations for different things, what would be the one piece of advice that you would give to new planners to vacation, to Disney vacations? Hmm. I think to do whether your top picks or your you know, top priorities or your must-dos of the trip, earlier in the day just so you're at full you know you're on that Disney high and you're going to enjoy it that much more the more that you go throughout the day you'll find rides or characters that you're like oh I want to meet them or I have to ride this the line is short but it's not going to take up time away from what you really really want to do or where you really want to go eat Um, and then even with that is Kind of like you said, if you don't have a fast pass or if there's something you want to do and don't have that time constraint, do it first thing so you're not going to miss out on it and then regret later or want to have to kind of leave that time of, oh, well, I'll go two days from now and then just in case you don't get to go back. So let's run through a few of your favorite things about the parks. What is your favorite park? I think it, it, it flips back and forth between Magic Kingdom and Hollywood Studios. Hollywood Studios, once uh, Toy Story Land opened, kind of made it that much more grand. Um, just because no matter where you go in the park, you feel like you're in a movie. You know, you feel like you're in the Tower of Terror movie when you get in the elevator, and it is just completely consumed. And then, you know, when you go into Toy Story Land, just you take a turn, you walk on the sidewalk, and then you are toy size. Everything is giant, and it's just its just this amazing feeling that these Imagineers can make the and design these places that really do make you feel toy-like or like you were completely consumed into a movie scene. And then Magic Kingdom, it's just so close to everyone's hearts, and, you know, you do, you just are in awe by the castle and the princesses and all the characters and of course everyone at Disney is so nice and it's just by far the happiest place on earth. (laughs) Yes. If you could only pick one, parades or fireworks? Oh, the fireworks shows. (laughs) They're my favorite. I think my favorite uh, fireworks show that I've ever seen was at a Mickey Not So Scary Halloween party with the Sanderson sisters and they put all like 
either the villains and the shows uh, or the what is it the characters and like the projection of the castle and it's just again it's just amazing to me how engineers come up with this and that it's just so beautiful to sit there and watch favorite princess Rapunzel ah favorite ride that's a really hard one um I had to pick one in Magic Kingdom it would be the Haunted Mansion ride I could ride that all day long um all the cast members on that ride are in complete character so interacting with them is probably one of my favorite parts because you you always get someone different you always have a different conversation all the funny little things they'll say or have to push you through and it's just it makes it that it makes it almost like its own ride getting to the ride okay but you know i can't ride it during the daytime i always have to go at night why it's completely dark inside i know but there's just something about it in my head that i'm like we can't ride that until dark <laughs> and it is completely dark inside so it makes no sense i don't know if i've ever rode it at night if i have i i guess because you know the queue is interactive and you can read the, the tombstones and by the carriage and is all that lit up at night it is you can see it oh, it okay. has little I mean not bright light of course but enough where you can read each of the inscriptions and oh yes and it's a little bit creepy going in and out in dark and so yeah I only ride it <laughs> I'll, I'll have to make sure I ride it in day and night next time I go just right. to see the difference <laughs> yes okay so favorite ride I'm, I'm sorry we just did that favorite restaurant I think it depends on what time of day it's like if I'm gonna go to lunch um probably be our guest to get the french onion soup and the gray stuff because oh. it's just like the perfect midday magic is really all it can be because you walk around the castle and you're full but you're not overstuffed to get run to the next ride um and then i would say for dinner anywhere at disney springs i like how there's always um live bands at the irish pub there's a bakery and by the shops and um there's a quick service it's uh, i think it's called bb wolf at the big bad wolf and they sell like little pork sausages and like little <laughs> hot dogs and you can walk around it is the best um they have aristocrates which is like just different kind of crepes if you want a dessert and you can walk around and i think the whole scene of uh disney springs or what some people still refer to as downtown disney um it's it's still disney and still has all of the magic and the cleanliness and the service and everything is inside the parks but it's a little downgraded and um you can kind of more create your own fun than actually having to get on a ride or anything like that sure well and i will tell you i just saw something across my news feed not long ago that at a bakery in disney springs there is now a half pound cookie and i just thought Oh my gosh, it almost makes my stomach hurt, but I'm going to have to, to see this like in real life oh, of because, course. oh my gosh. And then I thought that half pound would turn into five pounds on my hips, but that's okay. <laughs> You're walking off at Disney. That's it's exactly just right. You just park. keep walking. Paige, tell me, how do people find you if they listen to this and think, I do not want to be the girl that wakes up at 5 a.m. 
to plan <laughs> all of the things. I would really just like to send an email to Paige and say, these are all the things that we want to make happen. Create the magic. How do they find you to do such a thing? So I have a business Facebook page. It's all about Mickey vacation planning, Paige Martin. And you message me that way, uh, my personal Facebook page, Paige Martin, if not all the AOPIs are friends with someone that I'm friends with. They're friends with you even. Yes. And uh, or you can email me um, at pagemartin004 at gmail.com. No, I and, well, Oh, no, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, no, and I mean, I can plan either way. Some people find it easier to email back and forth, or some people prefer Facebook or texting. It doesn't really matter to me. It's kind of whatever people are comfortable with. Now, I have one last question for you, because you said that your favorite princess is Rapunzel. Now, I did not grow up with Rapunzel being my favorite princess, but then I married a man that most people know as Trey, whose middle name is Eugene. So, of course, (laughs) I very quickly fell in love with Rapunzel, particularly after the animated film was released, what's now been many years ago, but the newer one. And she has a little character that is a chameleon. Do you know his name? It's Pascal. It is. You have to be a real Disney planner to know that. (laughs) For years, that was my password. It was like Pascal and then some random set of numbers because no one would ever know that answer. You are now one of my favorite humans. (laughs) Well, did you know that if you, so by Rapunzel's tower, there's a tower in Magic Kingdom. It's over by a bathroom. It's probably the prettiest bathrooms on Disney property, in my opinion. Yes, they are. Decorated like the town. Um, there are hidden Pascals on the windowsills and in the bushes and on the fences, and they're all in different colors, so you can count and find all all different kinds of Pascals. Oh my gosh, I had no idea that is no, it. Is it the have... place that has like the lanterns that are hanging and all? Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh yes, yeah, so where even kind of um, by the Haunted Mansion gift shop where you go under that. I don't, I don't even know if you can get up there. It's just kind of like the building. But yeah, from there to the bathrooms, there's kind of like hidden Pascal's places you can find them. Okay, that will be my new adventure the next time we are in Magic Kingdom. Paige, thank you so much for joining me. I love that this not only sheds light on what you do, but also how to do it. That people who are interested in becoming vacation planners can reach out to their local communities and their vacation planners or to Disney to become one of the people that creates the magic for all of us who love to go and enjoy it. So thank you for that. I love everything about this conversation. (laughs) And for all of you out there, as always, thank you for listening. And until next time, stay safe and be well. Mm